Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of picky and handicapping and sports betting picks. Joining me, as always, in that really fancy-looking Betsperts hat. I like the green on the bottom, black on the top on the brim. That's that's pretty nice. How are we doing today, Andy? Good. And I can't I can't wear it on like deep dive where we use green screen because there's too much green on it. It just looks like I have a damn hole in my head. So we need to <laughs> we need to come up with an, a new color scheme apparently here at Betsperts. But no, I'm I like this hat. I get, I'm just wearing free shit today. I got my four for four shirt on. I have a couple so of so comfy the four for four shirts. I have the same shirt you're wearing. Lot, oh yeah, it is. This is super high quality. I said that to Luis right away. I'm like, we need to figure out where you're getting your shirts made and just use them. Um, Dan's quoting Wet Hot American Summer in here. Fanciest hat in the league. Yeah, fun day yesterday for everyone but me, really. Like, uh, I think I had seven, six points of CL, six points of CLV on one totals bet, and at least three or four. Like, it was like 10 between the two totals, never even close. Like, it's one of these days. One of these days, CLV is going to do it for me. Hopefully, it's today because some of the lines I bet already have been moving a touch. Again, I forgot to get them in on the bet spurts because I've been way too busy ranking my top ten breads, which was very, very difficult. So many, so many good, so many good breads got left on the on the cutting room floor there, and it it may have to come down to a sixty fourteen bracket. But uh, it was it was fun. Ho- all the, three three and one in hockey for Mister uh, Mister Matt yesterday, including. He hit his long shot underdog on the, you know, the anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. So maybe that's something I do every year. We'll probably have him back on next week. I like uh, oh, just talking hockey. It takes a lot of pressure off us. We just don't have to talk <laughs> during that part. It's, it's a lot easier. It is. It does. It's nice. I mean, and the bread thing, you know, folks, let us know. If you really want a brown bag bets, bread bracket bonanza. You know, basically like a March Madness style thing. We rank all our favorite breads. Let us know. I would do that. We may or may not have a lot of preparation on that based on what we've been doing in DMs all morning. Uh, yeah, I, bas- I basically have the bracket already built. <laughs> there's, there's so many good breads. So, um, Otherwise, yes, uh, Honda Classic will be starting tomorrow. East Coast Golf. I mentioned this. So I've been a little spoiled. I get busy. I forget about things. I wake up on Thursday morning and realize, like, shit, I have, like, four hours till the tournament starts. I can sit here and mash some DFS lineups together. It's actually the best time to put DFS lineups together. You have the most, you know, the most information as far as ownership percentages. Nobody usually withdraws that late in the game. It doesn't happen that often. And it's just not going to be a thing anymore because these tournaments are now on the East Coast. They start a lot earlier. So I'm going to have to get my DFS figured out tonight. I'm also going to put together a much bigger betting card. I've already gave out a couple of head-to-heads yesterday. I have some outrights today. And it is a weird tournament where chalk, I mean, so many people like chalk dies here. Chalk doesn't do well. Sun JM is very good. Louis Eustace is very good. There's there's some big names on the top of the board, but I'm just, I can't be betting those guys in, into this market. I can't take Brooks Kepka at a tournament where there's not a big purse. I don't think he gives a shit. Burger might be a nice sneaky play in DFS or one and done, but I can't bet Burger at his price based on possible injury. Billy Horschel's getting steamed. Like I should, could never bet Billy Horschel at that price. So I ended up just going down the line and finding a few guys. And I probably will still add to this. And it, it basically turned into, can I find some guys who suck at putting 
And as you see, Johnny <laughs> Vegas is on this list. Johnny Vegas sucks at putting. Who suck at putting, but suck less at putting than Bermuda, which is where we're headed now, and have good stats otherwise. Like, basically, somebody in the middle of the pack who has some days where they can putt decent, this is their best surface, and they can pop off for me. And I ended up with Bazudenhut. Bazudenhut? Oosthaisen is a lot easier than this one. Johnny Vegas and Aaron Wise. And, I mean, it is just kind of this, the same kind of thing. Aaron Wise missed a couple cuts there with some bad overall play, but he played well at Mayakoba. I think he got 13th here last year. Rough, rough play in the Genesis, keeping his numbers down, but I like that play. Um, yeah, Bezzy here, I'm just calling Bez. He missed the cut at the Genesis. He played horrible tee to green, but he's another guy that his putting can go up and down. And again, he's much, 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 much better on Bermuda. So I like him here. And then Johnny Vegas, I can't quit this guy. I almost got him cashed at the 3M. I got to physically stand there and watch him miss two eagle putts as he got uh, second or third place there. But he's another one who can play well on I – mean, he got 30th here last year. He did all right the last few weeks. But another one where it's just – this is his best surface putting. So right around 45, 50 to one. If you shop around, I mean, some of these numbers are all over the place once you get to the middle of the board. Bez, best one I found was 50. Vegas, 45. Aaron Wise, 50. And then I played a, a guy I just couldn't pull the trigger on for an outright in – Mr. Svensson, Adam Svensson. There's extra S's here. I played him top 30 at plus 320, top 40 at plus 210. He's another one I like in this spot. Same kind of reasons. Just uh, I think I'm going to dig more into these top 30, top 40 markets because I think there are some guys – Oh man, what, how do you want to say it? I, and you you definitely have to look at how, how it's all arranged and maybe some of the relationships between outright prices and these positional prices. But there's guys I want to play every week. And it's like, man, this guy shouldn't be 200 to one, 150 to one, but they don't get to play this tournament 300 times to give me my two wins there. You know, it's, it's just such a long shot. And it's hard to get these to come home that I think I'm going to dig more into these top 30, top 40 prices for some of these guys way down the board that I think are mispriced and Svensson's my guy. So those, and uh, I'll have some more picks out later as I will promise to actually bet a bunch of golf this weekend. And real quick too, is I do have my four for four shirt on uh, bet spurts golf, almost off the ground. If you haven't subscribed nice. to the newsletter yet, you certainly can. It's already out for the week. I think if you go to bet spurts golf on Twitter, you can click into the newsletter. It's, it's on Substack, so You can just view it on a, in a browser if you want, but yeah, definitely go over to betspurtsgolf.com, subscribe for the newsletter. Hiring writers, hiring content creators, dev teams working, data scientists are pounding out information, putting together tools. It is very much a work in progress, but should be launching here in the next couple of weeks and basically giving you free subscription for the year. If you get a four for four sub, four for four is 169 for the year. Um, you get it. It's a great we'll just, price point. Yeah, it's 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 a good price. Honestly, it gives you. They have the best, um, the most accurate fantasy rankings over the last ten years. Like, good for them. They're doing great. I'm proud. I'm proud of them. I'm happy to have them in the family. They're great. I, I use it all the time. Of, I read a lot. The of tools their stuff. are fantastic. The lineup tool that they have, the free agent yeah. tool, all that stuff. That I mean, the DFS stuff. I know you use those prop tools all the time. I know Dan, our producer Dan, does as well. I mean, it's just a lot of great stuff over there already. 
yeah, they have a prize picks tool that's pretty fun for uh, football as well. So if you like fantasy football, you like DFS, you like just they have betting content as well. If you like that, it's a pretty good price for a yearly sub over there. <clears throat> and like I said, it comes with uh, the bets for and they're actually doing player prop stuff in the NBA as well. So kind of uh, kind of uh, branching out over there. There's a lot of good stuff for that sub. I don't try to sell you stuff very often, but this is a pretty good deal considering you get the BetSports Golf subscription for absolutely nothing. 444.com slash plans. If you have any questions, DM me because I'm always up. You are just constantly. And did you see, by the way, producer Dan's question in there about DFS ownership numbers? How do you find those? I mean, there's every site has different ones, man. I'm working on a formula to come up with good ones because I have this sneak in. This is a Link Calhoun um, conspiracy theory. He thinks some sites game those numbers on purpose. Like he won't, he's not naming names and telling me who's, who's playing dirty pool, but he thinks, and this is, you know, also a guy who's up at three in the morning, DMing lots and lots of stuff about golf to me sometimes, but he thinks sometimes those numbers aren't truly accurate as they try to drive certain people towards ownership, which eh, the DFS game, that's, that's, it's a dirty game. I believe it. What would be the advantage of goosing the numbers? You could, if you could make someone um, who. Well, who's goosing the numbers though? Are the apps goosing the numbers? Or no, is that, it like that's, a what saying, that's what I'm saying. Some of these people that run these sites are trying to drive ownership up on people they want to drive ownership up or down, you know, by, by saying, oh, this guy is going to be highly owned when he probably isn't going to be highly owned, drive ownership down on him a little. So, I mean, For again, conspiracy theories. Because if they work for the company, they can't enter the contest, right? Oh, I mean, they're not working for DraftKings or FanDuel. I'm talking about content creators who have sites. Okay, okay. Yeah, Third parties people. Gotcha. All right, sorry. Yeah, these are third party. This is, again, we'll we'll have conspiracy theory corner sometime, but that's my favorite one I've heard in a couple weeks. So, um, tennis. The big news is, obviously, Alexander Zverev beat the shit out of an umpire's um, chair, which is was kind of an off-putting video like don't do that you're you're a professional not only you're a professional you're a high end like you're one of the best tennis players in the world you can't act a, a damn fool like that but that's why we don't deal with the man we just do wta here he's just an ass and you know what i've removed his privileges as an alex as one of the havers of arguably yeah. the greatest name in the history of names go back and look we'll alexander of macedonia conquered the known world there's all sorts of stuff. You're done. You're Sasha's Vera from now on. You will be Sasha's Vera until you are no longer a petulant child. Um, just you go back and look. I mean, all the stuff. And of course, again, the allegations of domestic abuse that we seem to hear less and less about as days goes on. I mean, he's just a creep. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know when's enough's enough, but he got thrown out of the tournament. So good for them. Alexander Graham Bell, Alexander, Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh Alexander my God! Pope. There's, there's, there's so much. Alex Alexander Ferguson. Alex Sir, Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson, one of the greatest uh, managers of all time. Uh, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. We'll stop there. We'll move on to tennis. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's that's maybe not so much today but yes we like to that's one of the reasons we like to focus on the women's game the men's game obviously in my opinion kind of boring and you know the women's game more fun let's be honest they're a little easier on the eyes and the tennis is more interesting um one bet that i talked about yesterday i'll just tap on again um schmedlova potapova over 21 again minus 15 or better there 21 and a half anything better than standard juice that will finally be tonight looks like it's scheduled for 9 15 which means it won't be before 9 15 it might be after 9 15 but um if you don't have that already still have a chance to grab that asorio serrano did pretty good with the first half of our parlay yesterday the second half of the parlay got a lot of clv grabbed it around minus 130 closed in the minus 180s and promptly got her butt kicked andy she won the first five games of the first set and then lost the first set seven to five um was up i think four two in the second lost that six four so another painful loss but we get a chance to bet serrano again here um and outright too that i just continue to find value and i don't understand she's playing Haley baptiste um, the young American who's had a solid start to her season, but I just don't think is on Serrano's level, especially in these kind of conditions. So we're going to grab Serrano here, minus 15 or better, and I'm going to have a little fried chicken for lunch as a way to sacrifice to Joe Boo. So things will hopefully go better for us. You need to, sometimes you need to mix it up that way. That's why I won't drop the Serrano. I really won't. She's just a Sorio now, it seems, everywhere, but Maria Camilla, a Sorio Serrano in my heart. Yeah, too many names, honestly. <laughs> um, top five Alex's tomorrow. Yeah, or top ten Alex's. I think I nailed most of them. I think um, we got most of them. I'm trying to think. There might have been one we missed. I think I said Alexander Pope, the great philosopher. There were probably like three or four czars. Not that those guys were all good people. That's true. I'm not really familiar with czars. And like you said, it's Alex P. maybe not the best. If we want to go uh, – If we want to go – Cartwright, uh, inventor. Mm-hmm. You know the the route of fictional characters. Alex P. Keaton, great sitcom character. Um, basketball, basketball, basketball for tonight. Uh, just some more totals. I think I got this number wrong. I'm gonna have to look what I actually bet. I don't think the Wyoming total is 146, but uh, I uh, I have to get these in on bet spurts. That might be my fault. I think you can get a lot better number than what I typed in. This is uh, an Andy error, but starting with some totals. Bradley over 140 and a half. Illinois State over 133. Are those both MVC? I think so. Just I'm not going to go deep into these because I'd rather talk about other stuff. But um, basically, I, I make these numbers much higher. Same thing with the Wyoming total. That should be a really good game. I'm actually excited to watch that game. I think a lot of people are in on Wyoming. How late is that game? That game is only an 8 p.m. game. Colorado State is a six and a half point favorite hosting a really, really good Wyoming game. If you do want to watch a game tonight, man, I mean, LSU-Kentucky is on. There's a couple of decent Minnesota-Wisconsin, but you should just try to find the Wyoming game instead. The Mountain West has been so good. I'm playing over 146 there. And then taking my usual heaping helping of horrid, horrid, horrid teams in Loyola, Maryland, plus six and a half, and Maine, plus four and a half. I need to bet earlier because both of those got uh, steamed a little before I could get to them. There was some five, five and a halfs for Maine. I think you can still probably find a five if you uh, snuck around and looked for it. But the America East is what it is. There's uh, good teams and there's bad teams. And then there's Maine. And I'm still going to – I think they're actually – yeah, this is a this is a home game for them. What is this one? They're hosting Albany, who famously had the highest ranking in ESPN's BPI 
rankings when they put out their initial stuff because somebody screwed up the code and an America East team should never lead the nation in your rankings. But uh, Albany thought it was funny. You know, you're going to lean into it. I mean, what, what other choice do you have? They got a retweet. So, oh, and guess what? <laughs> Wyoming game is actually on CBS Sports Network. Good for them putting some nice. of these games on. Um, Alex, NBA? No NBA yet. I was slipping through. We forgot Alex Trebek. There's Alex Van Halen, the, the drummer for Van Halen. You know, he's kind of middle of the road. And I found out apparently Botticelli's uh, given first name is Alex. Is Alex? Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Get. A lot of people that we just uh, go by their last name only. I think that you'd be surprised what their first name is. We but, should start yeah. doing that. Molitor. Nope. Speaking of four for four, like Ryan Noonan. <laughs> I can't call that guy Ryan ever. It's just Noonan. Which is hilarious that he does some golf betting because his name is Noonan Noonan Noonan. Oh, I I didn't bet Champions League. I Dan almost put me on a winner afterwards. I, the Chelsea thing, we talked about that maybe being an underlook. That would have been a butt clincher, but did end up staying under 2 nothing win. Just a TCB taking care of business for Chelsea. The other match was, oh yeah, it was an ugly draw. I don't know. I didn't watch much of that. I didn't pay much attention to that one. I will be paying a little more attention this afternoon as I will try to have some soccer on while I'm doing some golf writing and research. I did play one thing in the UCL today, and I have not actually bet this because I haven't had a chance to shop it around. I only looked at like Bovada because they just, when I start looking at soccer bets, I just pulled Bovada because their menu is massive on these games. Like there's 300 different bets. So I always pull this up and look for the bets, and then I, I see if I can find a better price. But Sebastian and, boy, Hala? Are we going to give it a soft R? Hala? Seabass. Seabass? Like, he Seabass is going to get a goal today. So he plays his international soccer for the Ivory Coast. I'm trying to think of who the colonizers would have been Dutch. A lot, you, Dutch. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, Dutch. It didn't seem like a French one. A lot of the African countries do have some Dutch uh, Dutch influence in some of the names. But uh, Sebastian Holler, we're just going to go with that. I played him uh, the Alex special here. You'd like to do this where it's not just a – you talked about it the other day, not just any goal scorer, but first goal scorer as well. And he is one of the favorites because he's very, very, very good. And they are favored against Benfica here. It's it, – it's probably a win. Some people are laying the chalk with Ajax. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to play a fun one here. Aller, someone says. Maybe a soft H instead. I can get down with that. But uh, if you go look up the stats, he plays in the Eredivisie. And I'm not even sure if I'm saying that one right. But if you take his Champion League, his league play, they played a cup game. They played a shield game. He put it all together. This season, the 21-22 season, he has played 28 matches, and he has scored 28 goals. So not to say he's guaranteed to score a goal because nothing's guaranteed in life, but getting plus number on him to score a goal against a lesser side, even on the road, is something I like in this one. And I did take him first goal scorer. He often does score first. There was another name that actually, while I was looking at it, was getting bet. And it was a, a bit of a secondary player who's also very good on this uh, team that I'm going to put Keller, maybe. There was a, there was a, actually a couple names here that that were uh, – he was only like plus 260 to score a goal. So 
I'll have to take a look at that if you want to dig into some of that. But he is their best player, and I'm just going to play it anyway. Classen or Clayson? Clausen, yeah, there you go. Clausen. Like, I had Clausen in the in the bet slip, and then it moved. Like, it dropped 15 cents all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, no, people are on people the Clausen. <laughs> on the half is playing the IX money line and over one and a half plus 100. Don't hate that. If you want to play IX and cut some juice out, there's some sneaky ways you can do that with a same game parlay or what, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah, just something to watch in bed afternoon for me. I like it. It's great. It's a little afternoon. Yeah, Chelsea was fun. I had I ended up playing Chelsea to win, I think, 2-1, 3-1, or 4-1 at like plus 300. So was a little bummed out when Lily couldn't get, convert any of those chances in, in the fury at the end. And 6 p.m. tomorrow, Alex, my time, Cleveland, Detroit, firing up the second half of the season. So we'll be back, you'll be back to you'll be back to Getting angry at the 76ers, uh, you know. <laughs> That's this afternoon's project. Do some research on what happens after the long break. That's, I, I tend to forget. So I'll go back and try to refresh my memory on what happens after, you know, certain people have had a week to uh, maybe do something else besides play basketball. I feel like there's a thing. It's like the Christmas Day unders. Is there like a, hey, it's the first day back we bet the dogs under something. I feel like there's something to it where people just lump onto some narrative and bet it blindly across the board. And sometimes it works. I can get down with that. If somebody can remind me, hit me, hit me in the, in the Twitter or the YouTube comments. If you want to uh, come up with a narrative for me to bet all the games in, in the same way tomorrow, I'm down with that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, we're off to hunt down at least 64 different kinds of bread. Hit the thumbs up in the YouTube. If you're in there, if you're in the podcast world, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging. We'll catch you tomorrow.